State of the Nation is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know Raiders ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals, with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. There are tickets across all major leagues and teams, so head to the App Store or Play Store now to download GameTime and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. I love the Raiders. Most of all, I love the win. You're now listening to State of the Nation with Jimmy Durkin, Vic Tafer, and Ted Wynn on the Athletic Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to State of the Nation here on the Athletic Podcast Network. Jimmy Durkin, Vic Tafer, Ted Wynn back in the Oakland Coliseum. It has been a long time since we've been here, and we are here to talk about another Raiders victory. They improved to 4-4 four and four on the season, a 31-24 victory over the Detroit Lions. Derek Carr with the game-winning nine-yard touchdown pass to Hunter Renfro, and uh, a, a really a nice, a nice win for the Raiders. Um, you know, not not perfect, but uh, they, they got it done. Yeah, you watched that game, and I was surprised as it went on. I figured the Lions would have more points. Some of them were marching up yeah. down the field, like Stafford had like what, like four hundred yards passing. Just, um, but really, you know, they had, they had two turnovers. Those were huge. The Lions had two turnovers, and then the Raiders' defense made the, a stop at the very end, in the fourth and one. And it's a real nice win. They're four and four. A big game coming up against the Chargers on Thursday night. So a real chance to get in this uh, in this playoff race. Yeah, this felt kind of like a 2016 win where you know the defense uh, just gave up a ton of yards, but they got some key stops and Carr made some uh, big plays down down the stretch to uh, get this win. And it's a huge win because of all of the, the you know the, the playoff scenario with the Chiefs winning and the Texans winning. So they, they had to take, win this game. On the Chargers, um, you know, Thursday's opponent, they, I mean, they dominated the Green Bay Packers. I mean, I, I think we had kind of started to, to count them out a little bit, and now they're suddenly, uh, Thursday's game suddenly looks a little more dangerous. Yeah, I, the AFC West was undefeated today. This is, is right? Chief, yeah, Chiefs wow. won uh, with a, with Matt Moore and wow. uh, Broncos won. And, our guy, and the won. Who, who's our who's their quarterback now? Brandon, Brandon Allen. Brandon Tate, Allen. Brandon Allen. It just shows you, man. Preseason football means nothing. No, it, it, what it shows you is that he was he was being held back by having to play in Sean McVay's offense. Uh, that, that, uh, the Sean McVay offense, you don't you don't want to have to quarterback in that. It also shows you the Browns are a dumpster fire. The Browns <laughs> yeah. are just. Uh, I mean, that's embarrassing how bad they've gotten this year. But uh, so much hype. Yeah. So much talent. All right. Well, Ooh. we aren't here to talk about the Browns no, on us. Right. Um, but but Derek Carr, the the, the game winner to, to Hunter Renfro. Uh, John Gruden kind of referred to, I think, that play in this game overall as the best that he's seen Derek Carr since he's been here. And that was that's a play that we've wanted. Ted has, has really harped on wanting to see the, the scramble drill. Um, you've wanted to see him be able to make that play. And uh, in the clutch to win a game, he did it. Yeah, it was a great play. I mean, just, uh, and Renfro got open, got his tiptoes in there. And I wasn't even my favorite play on the drive, though. I thought the pass to Jalen Rashard, oh, yeah. where he phenomenal. dropped it in, was just incredible. And just a great call, great confidence in the, both the quarterback and the receiver to make that play. Jalen, you know, a great catch. And just, uh, you know, that was a nice little wrinkle there with the Jalen uh, four straight plays. And I think the Lions probably had no idea what happened. I mean, I tweeted it out as, as it was happening. Um, Josh Jacobs is on the sideline, and Jalen Richard's out there, and it's like immediately, like, what the 
fuck is going on? Like everyone's freaking out. That, and then boom, it's a thirty-one yard pass play. Oh, like, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah that's good. Then, good a, job. then, yeah, then, then a seven-yard run. Good then job, a five-yard run. Then a twenty-three-yard pass play. I mean, he was just boom. It was the Jalen Richard drive in, in, until uh, you know. And then they bring in Jacobs, and he almost turns the ball over. They throw a pass to him that we've been begging for them to pass the ball to Jacobs. Yeah, it off goes his off his hands and, yeah. and nearly in, into the uh, opponent's hands. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's that's impressive from Jalen in that he's a guy that has been more high usage in the past. Sixty-eight catches last year. He only has thirty touches through eight games this year. Only on pace for sixty touches, which would be by far a, a career low. Um, he's averaged over a hundred touches per year over his uh, first three years of his career. But this was a game. This was a drive. Really, it was just the one drive that he he, he was a main contributor to. And, uh, you know, four of his five touches came on that drive, and, and he delivered. Yeah, that's why you have teams. I mean, he's been a popular guy in the locker room. He's always been a, in good spirits. He's definitely accepted his role this year. Definitely knows Josh Jacobs is the man. But he's ready. He was ready to, you know, when the time came. And they called his number, and he made some plays. And I think, you know, just it's one of those things where if you're a team and you have these moments where guys kind of pick you up, I don't know where it kind of surprised you. Like you know what? That's what you. That's what you got to do in this in this league. You got to have guys step up when it when the time comes. And he did that. I just think it's a real nice thing for him and also for the rest of the locker room. Yeah, it does speak to how much more aggressive Carr is this season because Richard is the third down back. He does mm-hmm. go into the game on third downs, but uh, Carr is looking downfield more and he's not just checking down to Richard. I think one of the reasons why Richard had so many catches last year is because yeah. Carr was willing to check it down, but. Today, Carr was throwing strikes. He was he was on fire on, on uh, third down. I think they were oh they were seven of thirteen on third down. And uh, just going back to Renfro, he made a lot of tough catches in in um, in tight coverage too. So I, this, I thought this was his best game as a pro. I know he had that big catch last week, but uh, he he was so clutch in, in those situations today. And the third down drive that they scored on to get the lead, uh, Carr was five of five. Through absolute strike to Tyrell Williams across the middle, then Marshall Aitman, yeah, you know, big play guy, comes in, makes it. He ran a cover two. They kind of see what the route, the coverage is. It was cover two. He kept running straight, and Carr hit him. So just uh, again, they're getting key plays from from guys who aren't really, uh, you know, on the on the marquee. But uh, that's what you got to do. You know, we obviously had a lot of fun with the whole Hunter Renfro, the MJD, you know, eighty to ninety. Is he back on pace? Uh, he, he's not on that. I, you know, he's. I think he's probably more on pace for like in the fifty-five, sixty range and fifty-ish uh, range. But I mean. I I, I think at this point, you know, he's obviously building. I, I think yeah. he could be a 60-catch guy. And, and you know, but he, he's making – he's starting to make big plays. I mean, this is – what we saw today is that's kind of stuff he's used to. He's used to, to just kind of feeling out a play and, and trying to fit into the right zone. And as he develops chemistry with Derek Carr, I mean, I think you're going to see those guys are going to be, uh, you know, ha- have a nice connection. Uh, Derek was funny in the post game because as he's talking about him, he like literally just went through it. He knew what he was doing because he was kind of chuckling right. through it, but he like he listed off like all of the the cliches that you always say about like a white guy, and <laughs> you know, oh, he's coach on the field, you know, he's gritty and all that, and uh, that was funny. But I mean, you, you see something developing there between those two. Yeah, like so much about this league is confidence. I mean, I think and you saw last week kind of run for that touchdown and definitely kind of. A breakthrough moment for him kind of he was kind of scrapping a little bit and but I just think he, he sees now he can make plays he doesn't have the elite speed and but his hands are elite I just think he's very smart and uh and again when you get in sync with the quarterback that matters you know more than anything else so it's been good it's been a good couple of weeks and definitely their offense as a whole is just getting more and more confident even you know even though they don't have a 
quote unquote marquee number one receiver, but they got a bunch of guys who can can make plays. Yeah, they did, and uh, they, the Lions really tried to t- take away Darren Waller today by you know tilted a safety towards the side most of the game, and Waller talked about that a little bit afterwards. And um, the other guy stepped up, you know, Renfro stepped up, Aitman made that catch. Um, so it's it good to see that they can perform if when Waller's taken away. Yeah, Foster Moreau, touchdown catch, mm-hmm. made a nice adjustment, and when he got the timing down right, and just to, you know, I mean, all four scores came from rookies, and they all just show that they definitely uh, have poise, and they definitely uh, know, what know what they're doing. Yeah, uh, I mean, Moreau has obviously contributed way more this year than right. I think any of us expected. Um, another uh, kind of funny car remark from his post game was, you know, talking about those four rookie scoring touchdowns and, you know, and the foundation that they're building. He's like, yeah, you know, we, we've built a lot of foundations here over my years. And then we've jackhammered them to the apart uh, several times. But I, you know, I'm starting to get some gray hair. Uh, right. I, 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 I like this foundation. I'm ready to keep it. Um, was, it was a little feisty car there. I mean, it, kind of a little, little shot to the organization that, hey, stop, right. stop, stop rebuilding this thing. Let's let's stick with these guys, and um, they've got they've got some pieces there. I mean, we know Josh Jacobs um, goes without saying. I mean, he is he's on pace for almost 1,500 yards now. I think he's got 740 through eight games, so a near 1,500 yard pace, um, and he is. You know everything that the Raiders could have asked for, and a whole lot more. I mean, he he's just he's a dominant running back as a rookie, and a guy that that's probably just going to keep getting better. Yeah, he makes guys miss. He's bobs and weaves. He's just uh, never is always unbalanced. Even when he seems like he's off balance, just uh, just hard hard guy to grab a hold of. I just uh, I think if you look at it again at the yeah 120 yards, we mentioned Carr's numbers. I think he had what 280, but again it came with the O line that didn't have Rodney Hudson. Uh, Trent Brown got hurt early on in the injury, came out, didn't come back. So I, mean, I wrote about Tom Cable this week, and you got to give him credit. I mean, again, David Sharp comes in, right tackle, plays pretty well. Andre James had, what, three bad snaps. Yeah. But other than that, he did okay. I mean, it's tough It's tough for a rookie undrafted guy to play center in the NFL week uh, week nine. Yeah, especially but, uh, he was not a center in, in college. Yeah, he was you a know. tackle. So I just think, again, you got to give Cable a lot of credit this year. Definitely done a good job. And Carr has time. And when, when Carr has time to throw – you see the results. Yeah, and, and part of the reason why it was difficult is because it, it's a, it's different when you're snapping and there's a nose tackle right in front of your face too. So it, it, there was a few bad snaps, but uh, Carr was able to handle it pretty pretty well. And um, again, credit David Sharp. I thought he played a, a good game. I think when everybody saw Trent Brown go down early, they thought they were in trouble. You know, the Raiders could be in trouble. But honestly, I didn't see much pressure come from the right side. You know, we talked about it last week that this was actually the game to maybe be a little bit more concerned about with Andre James just because he go enters in a game um, in, in the middle. You know, there's no kind of preparation planning for it. You just kind of go. Um, this game, you, you thought they might be a little more concerned. And, and like you said, outside of the snaps, which those are concerned, you know, those you do need to get those cleaned up. Um, you know, one of them, car, you know, one of them was the one that sailed over Carr's head and he had, uh, he really made a great, job of did a great job of actually going and scooping it up and being able to throw it away um you know and i think a couple others um car was able to scoop them up and actually make completions on him i think there might have been four total um but uh it, um, you, overall i mean you, you gotta like what they're being able to do um and you just want to clean those up and, and then we'll see what you know rodney if, if i don't know about getting back on a short week if hudson can make it back on thursday but uh, you would you would hope maybe by at least the uh, the week after against the Bengals that he's back. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing he, he's he's probably back on Thursday. I think he tried today, and it really wasn't going to happen. But I think they said, you know, why why push it? We have Andre James that we trust, and we'll try and get you ready for Thursday. I think that kind of made sense. So I, he had what 59 games in a row he played in. They broke his streak. So he's a tough dude, man. He played through kidney stones, and uh, <laughs> Jeez, definitely a that. huge part of this team. So I think um, knowing him, knowing it's a division game, and actually, you know, they're back in. Like we keep saying, they're back in the playoff race, you know, for Christ's sake. So uh, it's a big one. And I think he can rest after that. So I, I would guess that Rodney will play Thursday. Um, you know, we, we can't ignore the defense. Um, you know, and it's, we're not going to sit here and say that they went and played well. But no. what what have we – That would be a lie. What have we – <laughs> what have we kind of harped on with this defense as being the key is that they don't have to play well, but just find a couple opportunities a game to make a play. Right. There was there was a fumble they recovered. There was Daryl Worley who was not playing well at all, but makes an incredible interception here in the end zone. And there was Carl Joseph yeah. on fourth and one, uh, being able to to make a play on a ball and, and knock it down and, and win the game. Yeah, I think I asked for two plays in my little uh, prediction thing this <laughs> week. Got I got two. I got th- what's three. I got the Worley, but the guy, the guy yeah. dropped. The guy yeah, untouched. Okay. The guy dropped the ball. That was a bad yeah. handoff. Yeah, Raiders have anything to do with that. Raiders hey, like it's, it's Christmas. You got you to be able to drop. You got to pick it up. Right, yeah. I guess they fall on it. Good, <laughs> good job, Maurice Hurst, for falling on that ball. But all right, so three plays. But yeah, so I mean, the Carl Joseph thing was was a nice thing for him because he always hears about and he's too short. He's too small. He's not what they wanted. But again, that, in that situation, he's going against a guy who's six six. He's 5'10". They lobbed it up, and uh, Cleveland Farrell had the pressure. So he didn't have as much time as he wanted for Stafford, but he threw the ball up. And, and Carl said, you know what? I knew he was taller than I was, but he wasn't going to catch the ball. I was do whatever I could. I was going to get up higher than him and knock the ball loose. And if I had to, I was going to wrestle it from him, and it wasn't going to happen. So uh, And he ran out. He uh, fell down hard in his, like, in his head. He said he almost broke his neck, but he was in pain, but he didn't care. He got up and ran to the middle of the field because the fans were, were going nuts. Great moment for Carl Joseph. Yep. He definitely has paid his dues and, and not been the guy everybody thought he was going to be, but never stopped working hard and never stopped being a team player. So definitely a nice moment for Carl Joseph. Yeah, and, and the Lions talked about after the game, they, they've been working on a play. They said they worked on a play a lot, so I think they really wanted that, that matchup with, was it Hawkinson? No, it was Logan Thomas. Oh, it was Logan Thomas against uh, Carl Joseph. Uh, but credit to him, he made the play. Uh, but one concerning thing with the defense is I just I noticed that they 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 look they look confused a lot. Mm-hmm. Like right before the snap, they're trying to get communications going, and uh, they mess up a lot. And o- over here in the red zone, uh, Carl Joseph tried to call a timeout um, on the third down. On, on the third down, and they couldn't do it. Uh, and they got to the one yard line because they they didn't know what they were doing on defense. Yeah, Mo- Nicholas Morrow, you could sign to kind of see him. He yeah. was he was backing up away from the play, and then kind of like looking around, like what the hell am I doing? <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> no. Um, but and, also part of that, I mean, I guess Will Compton played more than I thought he was going to play yeah. today. He's just brand new. He probably had no hell's going on. So yeah. I think just, um, again, that's a weird, I mean, it's a small, small footnote, but the whole signing of Brandon Marshall makes no sense. I mean, so the guy, you cut the guy because his knee is in bad shape and whatever, he's not ready. And so he's gone. I mean, eight weeks go by. And yeah. that, that ship has sailed. It's gone. You, you have then, many opportunities yeah, in there could, where yeah. you need you, a you linebacker. Signed, you signed eight other guys over that course that span. So that ship is gone. Then you go to bed one night and wake up, and it's like a horror movie. The ship's back in the dock. You're like, ah! You know. <laughs> so you signed Brandon Marshall, which is okay. I guess they've came to their senses. They need some more help in the coverage and whatever. But then today he's inactive because so, he can't play special teams. So that's why I had Will Compton playing today because he plays special teams. So it doesn't, it doesn't, make, any, it doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm, I don't know. Maybe you know, he, he talked about it on Thursday that 
you know, he, he he was a little bit rusty on the playbook that he he threw it away once he got. Well, Compton was more than rusty. Well, Compton <laughs> never saw the playbook, so I mean, it just doesn't make it. And when it plays today, where like the one Whitehead got beat horribly by McKissick on the touchdown. I thought he was going to light into Matthew's ass today. Yeah, he's he whatever. Didn't, he yeah. didn't do it, but and that's a play. You know what? We've seen that play a lot from other linebackers. Yeah. So if you are going to sign Brandon Marshall, throw him out there on that play. Let me see what he can do against McKissick. Maybe he can cover him. So I just don't. Again, small footnote, little tiny mini rant, but I don't get the signing. And today, he could have helped. I think he couldn't have, could have been worse. Hurt, right? Yeah, so I'm done. Yeah, Dead. I mean they, need, they needed coverage linebacker today, and that's what Marshall is supposed to be, right? Yeah, so, that's why they signed him yeah. again. Yeah, but. when he when he was at his peak, that's what he was. Um, you know what was kind of weird was on that on that you know right before that final play is. So the Lions are out of timeouts. I think there was 25 seconds um, as they snapped the third down play. And we talked about the confusion, all that. They make the stop at the one. The clock's running at that point. And, you know, the, the Lions are kind of going to be in scramble mode where they're going to have to get up on the line quick, call the, just call a play. that I mean, I'm sure they had a play already kind of pre-called. Um, and usually that kind of chaos, you know, that, that's a tough play for the offense. But the Raiders made the decision to call a timeout with eight seconds left and, and just kind of reset everything. Uh, was surprised by that. I mean, it, it ends up working out fine, but but I was surprised by that. I asked Whitehead about that. He said, yeah, they weren't they weren't sure. They wanted to see what they lined up in, call a timeout, and look at that and talk about it. Because, I mean, it's, it goes both ways. They can be also be kind of scat- you know, yeah. getting, getting kind of skittish, but you also don't know what's going on. So you at least want to have an idea about if they come in with the, the two back – they try to yeah, play uh-huh. action play. They're going to be ready for it. And no one, I believe, thought they were going to run the ball. I mean, I know they tried to pretend mm-hmm. they're going to run the ball, but anyone think they're going to run the ball? The Lions? I mean, earlier on when they ran the ball two in a row, I laughed because I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you'd run the ball. Yeah, they were averaging what, like 10 yards a pass before that. Yeah, before I don't, that. I don't yeah. get it, but whatever. So I think the play action thing didn't really work. I think everyone knew a pass was coming, which in that case, I would just go five wides and say, you know, I mean, to me that's the way to go against this defense, but what, what do I know? But, yeah, so um, they called timeout. They got their feet set. They got ready, and, and Carl Joseph knew that matchup was coming. He kind of he thought, you know, I had to be wary of the run, but I wasn't really t- thinking about the run. I was thinking about my guy, and so – he knew the matchup was coming because he knows, everyone knows what the, the book and Carl Joseph is. He, he knows it very well, so it wasn't a surprise to him. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked, we referenced it earlier, but, you know, Worley, that, that interception, um, and that, uh, that that's going to go in the highlight reel. I mean, that was uh, that was pretty impressive. You know, a guy who had a tough day. I don't, I don't know if you got a chance to talk to him. I, I didn't get over there to him. Um, uh, he came out, Gruden referenced that he did come out of the game uh, with, with some kind of injury. We know at, on the last drive he wasn't out there. They had Nevin Lawson out there along with uh, Trayvon Mullen. But, um, you know, it's not, it's not one of those games that's going to grade out well from overall. He, you know, get, gave up some big plays. But that's, that's what you got to do if, to, to try to bounce back is, is – if you give up something, you got to try to get something back, and that was a huge momentum swing because it looked like the Lions were were on the move and, and gonna gonna score again, and, and boom, interception in the end zone, uh, tough play to, to be able to get down and, and make the catch, kind of one handed, walled it off, and yeah. Uh, um, you know that, that was a hell of a play. Yeah, to me, those, those two turnovers were the, were the ball game. Those two turnovers and Derek Carr making all those great passes were the reason why the Raiders won the game today. Yeah, that play could have been could end up being one of the plays of the season because. They could have went down twenty-one to ten, like they were getting just you know mossed by these wide receivers. Even when they were close, those guys were just making plays. And uh, for him to come up with that kind of interception against a guy like Galladay was uh, was pretty huge and kind of stunning. I didn't think it was going to happen. 
And one other significant defensive play. We'll give him credit. I'll, I'll toss four? him another play. Four plays? Give him one more. Wow. Um, and end of the end of the first <laughs> half. Um, they were uh, Lions were near yeah. midfield, and uh, you know they, they have a chance to uh, to get within field goal range. They're at the forty-seven, and on third down, Arden Key comes through with All the right. sack. Um, Arden Key. Forces a, a fourth down. Uh, the Raiders let the clock run out rather than calling a timeout and force them to punt. But they're, you know, the way we kind of seen this Raiders defense work, uh, you know, most of us there are expecting, okay, they're at the 47. He's going to drop back. He's going to hit a 15-yard pass play. And boom, they're going to at least get a field goal attempt off. But Arden Key, uh, not an almost sack. That one was an actual sack. Back-to-back games with a sack for Arden Key. So that's got to be a first. But, um yeah, he only had one last year, right? Yeah, so he has the first. He's making, I mean, I won't say big strides, but he's definitely, I think he's making some progress. I think he, I was surprised when I wrote about um, Mr. Mayo this week. I looked up the numbers for the, um, was it pass rush win percentage? Uh-huh. And Arden Key's actually second behind Benson and ahead of uh, Max Crosby. So he's actually getting to the quarterback more often than than you would think. So, you know, the weight was always a question. Last week, not wrapping up and bringing Watson down killed him. But today he made a play, and like you said, that's uh that's four plays, so it's twice, plays. twice as many as they asked for. So, of course, they won the game. Yeah, and interestingly enough, they're they're playing him at D-tackle on pass rushing downs. Now, they, he's kind of took that uh, Farrell role. They're, they took Farrell out of a few pass rushing situations, and they put uh, Key in. But obviously, Clellan got that key pressure towards the end, so he kind of redeemed himself a little bit. But um, something to watch out for the, the rotation on pass rushing downs. Yeah, I mean... Uh... You know, Furl, he is what he is at this point, right? I mean, and they're... they're, they're <laughs> Sounds so sad. He is, he is what he is. I mean, it's, it's, <sighs> it's, it's, it's not what... It's not the, you're not going to get the rookie season that you wanted out of a number nah. four pick. I mean, um, he, he, it's, it's like Colton Miller last exactly. year where he wasn't great. He wasn't good. But you, you just hope you get some flashes that when he gets the full offseason program under him, um, that he that he's able to do that. But he had that one play where you know he's at least supposed to be good against the run, and he crashed down and just got just got completely run around by, uh, by on one of those running plays. Um, but hey, it's they they made four defensive plays, I so mean, that's that, that's what they needed. It is amazing when we talk about how good the rookie class has been, and we're not talking about him or Abram, who's been hurt. So like two of their top three picks have not given them anything, anything. really. Maybe a couple plays here and there, but and Trayvon Mullen is only just now right. starting to give them but a little something. The rookie class has been great. Yeah, and it's kind of a it's pretty amazing. And then we're gonna see Isaiah Johnson soon. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah Johnson's back next week. So that'll yeah. be good. I mean, uh, a lot of confidence. I talked to him this week, and he had that bad facial injury. But uh, they like him. He's uh, he's long, and he's got uh, good coverage skills, and they're pretty excited about him. So we'll see if, uh, I guess, that ideally he and Mullen emerge as a starting corners for next year, and you can move Worley to safety or have him cover tight ends or whatever you do with him. But I think the, the dream for Paul Gunther is to have Mullen and Lawson, I mean Lawson, Mullen and uh, Johnson be your starting cornerbacks next season. Yeah, I mean, then it'll be fun to have this half of the season to uh, to kind of evaluate. I mean, that, I think that was the frustrating thing for everybody watching last year is that there wasn't wasn't guys. You know, Nick Nelson wasn't a, you know a guy well, that you could start Nelson's watching. Still here, man. He's in the practice squad. Yeah, he's gonna hear exactly. this and be sad, man. Wow, <laughs> I, I, man. I mean, Sorry, Nick. There, there was there wasn't. He's crushed that dude. He's at home chilling, listening to the podcast. Like, oh, what, what I do? 
Come on, Jim, man, do anything. He's helping them exactly. practice. Yeah, exactly. Even sandwich other fridge. Like what? Come on, man. <laughs> no, but they, you know, they're 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 it's getting terrible. they're getting pieces that are that are putting together that that are interesting. Um, you know, because we won't have a, a midweek podcast on on the short week. Let, let's get a little bit briefly into uh, Thursday night's game. Let's uh, break it down. Let's break it down. Um, Chargers coming into town. Uh, I'm shocked they won today, so that's my that's my first breaking down. I, I thought they were dead and buried, but apparently Melvin Gordon uh, showed signs of uh, – I joked in my picks column that he should take a time machine back to last year. He did. Yes, he did. He found a time machine. He had a big game. So if he's if he's back to what he was, then they're definitely a whole different team. He had I mean, 20 carries, 80 yards. But four yards a pop. Was he two touchdowns or Two one? touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Come on, Four man. yards a pop. Solid. That's solid? Solid. Yeah, solid. Pretty good game. Well, that Chargers defense is what's really surprising. Yeah. They held the Green Bay Packers with Devontae Adams back to just 11 points. So, you know, if if uh, Trent Brown can't play, that's going to be that's be big because they're going to have to block Joey Bosa and uh, and Ingram and Ingram. So, um, Ingram kind of owned them last yeah. year. Ingram definitely uh, picked on them pretty good last year. So. But that's the new and improved Colton Miller, so we'll see that. New and improved Colton Miller. It's who cares if Trent Brown's out. We've got uh, David Sharp. We're all good to go. Right. Uh, I mean, that's that's the thing. They, you know, Carr's obviously been very well protected this year, and um, it'll be put to the test against a, a team that really can can get after you. But um, I mean, the Raiders have have done a good job of kind of game plan. You know, we know that they can do the the short the short passing game and I mean if they can you know we'll see how how they're able to run the ball if they can run the ball with Josh Jacobs and just kind of lean lean on him um but for Jacobs that that is that is tricky because he career high today 28 carries and that's that's not a whole lot of time to recover before a Thursday right. night game so I just I just don't so know how DeAndre much Washington's time on, on Thursday yeah. Jalen I would say before today DeAndre's probably um been better than Jalen has this year. I think. Yeah, I mean, of, he was. He went from being a forgotten man last year to, to emerging this year as the number two. Uh, so I mean, think like they they make no uh, they don't pretend about it, what they're going to do. They're gonna, we're going to run the ball. If you think you can stop us, good luck. We're going to run this way. We're going to run that way, and and good luck. So I just yeah. think that's going to be the plan Thursday night, and uh, they have a lot of confidence right now in their offense, both running the ball and in, in their own line, and they love their tight ends. And now all of a sudden, we see receivers making plays. So. Who knows? Yeah, that first drive, it started with eight eight runs on the first drive, and they, I think they were just driving the Lions nuts with the, the personnel groupings that they're switching in and out of the game. It, it's tough to match up with. So, you know, the, the whole Antonio Brown thing obviously ah, sucks. God, you're bringing up A-B? Get out of here. I'm getting the silver lining. They, they found, like, a good mix on offense as far as the, the tight ends and the fullback, and it, it's kind of a – it's fun to watch them, uh, Gruden, mix it up. Yeah, Carson has a hundred, you know, player calls on his sheet, and he's ready for every every circumstance, every coverage, every front, every every pressure, and then have something for everybody. So you think they got through that seventy-page install today? Yeah, it was a it was a big install. Players definitely uh, had the big eyes on Monday when they got it, but it obviously paid off. I mean, definitely, I'm sure Jalen Rashard was in there somewhere, like the, yeah. the Jalen special. Yeah, you know, and I, I spent I spent the post game kind of hanging over in the uh, in the running back uh, corner of the locker room today, and. You know, talking to all those guys, you, you, they just, you know, they, they have such a closeness about them that, you know, uh, Jalen, he's like, you know, Josh has earned this. You know, they, they're not sitting here saying, man, we, we want ours. I mean, like, Josh has earned the right to be the guy that carries the ball. You know, he, he's, he's earned it. But there's also still, like, I mean, Jalen's like, 
I've, I've, I've done a lot in this league. I've done a lot for this team. He, he's a guy that knows that he has accomplished something in this league, that right. he's played well. Um, he's had a good you know kind of start to his career as a role-type player, right. and he hasn't had much of a role this year, but give him a role in a game, and he's going to, to he's going to do something for right. you. I wonder if they realize, I mean, I'm not sure they've noticed that they're, they keep bringing in bigger running backs to tryouts. He brought in Spencer Wagon this week. That's that's five now in the last three weeks. That's something in the back of, uh, of Gruden's mind. He wants a bigger back, so I wonder if they realize that, and they you know, push them a little harder to show that, hey, man, we're, we're good. We have, we have this, this down, so we don't need to add anything. Isn't it amazing when you think about, like, I mean, how long ago was, like, Spencer Ware, like, having – really good you know i mean i he, thought he had a good game against the Warriors a couple of years ago I mean, it was yeah, two years. yeah i mean yeah we're talking it's not that long ago no. that he was really good i mean cj anderson was was killing it in the playoffs yeah. last year for the rams uh jay ajayi was was really good uh, not that jay long ajayi. ago yeah. i mean and these guys are just like unemployed yeah. getting workouts and not being signed um and it, it's I've just been thinking about that as you keep hearing of all these all right. I mean these guys have all gone on multiple workouts for multiple teams that are and have are not that far removed from being pretty good. But obviously CJ Anderson was uh with with these Lions uh earlier in the year and um yeah, I mean just nobody wants these guys anymore. Yeah, I mean running back's tough to be a running back. I mean once you uh once you lose that that spot, you know, so many young guys coming up, you know, in college and undrafted guys and it's just hard. I mean it's just a it's, and you can't get the big money if you're a star like Melvin Gordon. Thought he earned a big payday. Like, nah, he didn't. Nah, he, so, I, mean, I mean, Zeke got his, but yeah, he's rare. like the only guy that, I mean, hey, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell misses the whole year and didn't really make any more money out of I mean, it. The, now he's miserable in, in New York. There aren't that many franchise running backs, and the Raiders may have one. So I think that you have to give him a tip of the cap because uh, a lot of people question that pick. Thought it was too early, you know, luxury item, but uh, – He's a real deal, and definitely that O-line and him is a great combination. Yeah, and it's, it's such a noticeable difference when Jacobs is running the ball and any other Raider running back. Not that DeAndre's bad, but he, he's just so much better. I mean, Damn, DeAndre's break- like, what? So much better? I mean, people are, their players are getting killed today. I mean, he's breaking. You, you know, say better, I don't say so breaks much better. First, he breaks all these first tackles. Like He has this great vision, and he knows to set these blocks up and – He's really yeah, patient, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Patient. And I also have to give a shout-out to uh, Engold. Again, there were some great yeah. blocks today. And when Jacobs went into the black hole, Engold went after him. That was kind of cool. And uh, I saw Josh tweet out that he's the best fullback in the league. Just a, a great rookie combination. They're definitely they're tight. They took their walks before the game together to plan strategy. And just a great foundation to have for this team going forward to have a, that running attack in those two guys' hands. Broke Marcus Allen's uh Broke Marcus Allen's uh, rookie rushing record today. I mean, Allen did it in a, in a nine-game strike-shortened right. season, so um, a little asterisk there. But it's amazing that that had still been the the, the record was uh, what set little seven oh two or something, whatever. I can't think but, of any rookie running backs over the years that I really. Uh, yeah, I mean, like Rashard went for four ninety-one as a rookie. Right. He had you know, and that was the year you had Rashard and Washington both going for over four hundred with um, with Latavius Murray as as uh, the starter there. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's 740 yards, like we said, on pace, almost for 1500. Um, all right, before we get out of here, uh, you guys ready to make predictions for Thursday? We got to because we're not going to be on the air Wednesday. So uh, since I'm not ready, I'm going to have Ted go first. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to be. I think it's going to be a close game. I, I I'm going to say 20 to 17 Raiders. I I kind of all along expected that to be a Raiders win. 
His Chargers performance today kind of scares me. That man, they, 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 they <laughs> scares you, but you didn't see one play of it. You have no idea how that. I, but I see that. I, I see that Aaron Rodgers only got eleven points, and I think, uh, I think <laughs> three of, the, I think the touchdown was kind of in garbage time. Yeah, right. Six twenty-one to go. Yeah, I mean it was a twenty-six to three game. Um, that 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 concerns me. <sighs> Chargers. Chargers twenty to seventeen. Yeah, the Chargers twenty seventeen. Yeah, Raiders twenty seventeen. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, let me think here. So we're saying we're a little scared. And I literally, this. none of us have ever, have given any thought to these other than no, we just, just yeah, we, yeah. we wrote our stories. We've talked about the game today, and now we're just giving you like off the cuff, just emotional picks in the game Thursday. It's really cool. I'm gonna go uh, <laughs> with. Um, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I can't believe I'm going to say that, but I think they're going to win uh, their first two games at home in the stretch. I think they have some confidence. I wasn't sold on the Chargers before today, and having not seen them today, what they did, I'm going to go with that and not today's stats, unlike you. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm going to go – their offense is kind of humming. I'm going to go Raiders 30 and the Chargers 20. I have become a serious homer. Homer, baby. They're going to get to 5-4. and 5-4. Four. and four. I mean – I kind of, I mean, I think I looked at the stretches. They'd win two out of three, and I'm pretty confident they'll beat the Bengals. So I think that's part of my mm. why. I, that's that's they're gonna win two out of three here. Um, they'll, they'll be five and five after this uh, homestand, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, a sweep on this homestand would would certainly set these guys up to be uh, in the mix uh, going into December, and that would be uh, be pretty fun if you're a Raiders fan and getting ready to watch the end of the season. So uh, we're gonna wrap it up here from the Coliseum. I'm gonna take a quick nap under the the table here as we uh, and we'll be back here on Thursday night. I'm gonna scavenge for some food somewhere. Some hot dogs we're, we're, we're warming the seats right now. Vic and I are, are in the uh, are in the high bird seats, uh, warming them for uh, for Nance and Romo, right? Or these are their seats? Or not? No, it's, it, it's Buck and Aikman. I'm sorry, Buck the, and Aikman. It's, uh, the Fox, yeah, Buck and Aikman. We're in we're in their seats. We're gonna leave them some uh, some good notes here and uh, get them ready for this game. Yeah, should be fun. Yep. All right, see you guys. All right, talk to you guys Thursday. Adios. For more exclusive Raiders content, including player interviews, go to theathletic.com slash state of the nation for a free seven-day trial and 40% off a subscription.